Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse VWXW Review Podcast in English. Surprisingly over in Germany, but I'm in Hamilton, joined by Mike Kilby. And Mike, do you watch too much stuff last weekend? I watched too much. Well, I watched a lot of Circle 6. Um, oh, didn't we all? Yeah. Um, I watched a bit of Circle 6. I watched Bloodsport, and that was all I watched. <laughs> so actually, no, yeah. not really. I know Arn's watched and reviewed everything. Um, yeah. I plug his website, his town. I literally, uh, was it fr uh, Friday morning? I thought, right, I was watching the backlog, and Friday morning woke with a stinking headache. The dog wasn't great. I thought, yeah, not even going to try because it's just going to be backlog you're never going to get over. And to be honest, from the stuff I did see, or like my thing reviewed was WrestleCon 4, Speedball EA, uh, Bloodsport for Timo. Uh, watched a lot of other stuff, but. You know, I know it's the whole um, the whole story of uh, WrestleMania weekend. You know, the indies are apparently dying in the states, which things may be a bit overdramatic, but certainly was a a big lack of variety. Which I guess we'll touch upon a little bit later on. You know, for the few Europeans who are over involved, but um, if, of course, this past Sunday, what well, no Saturday, in fact, uh, April first, and was a big um, what we thought was an April Fool's uh, joke. Peach Tahani saying he'd signed a contract in wrestling, and turns out it's with WXW, or I guess more specifically, Academy. He's joining Robert Dreisker and Rotation as coaches, announcing he's going to be moving to Germany in June. He'll be available for bookings, but what's a heck of a rise in two and a bit years? I mean, was it the, they said it's the Blizzard tapings like February of 2021? He made his debut for WXW and like Wheel of Wrestling shows. And you no, know, since then, you know, he did stuff for the academy. I think most recently after Back to the Roots, you know, when Dreisker you know, broke his face, uh, rotation had surgery on his knee, so they literally had no head trainer he filled in. I guess if that was an audition, it's been passed with flying colours, but well, that's quite a, I'd say, you no, know, zero to hero, but hell of a, you no, know, hell of a come out of nowhere story from given where he was pre pandemic and not even on WXW's uh, shows at all. Yeah, that kind of shocked me actually because I, I, I have to admit I, I don't know if I just sort of Mandela, Mandela affected it or this whole thing, but I could have sworn he was around before the pandemic, but obviously he wasn't. Um, but yeah, no, hell of a, um, hell of a thing to happen to him, and you know it's one of the few places outside of one of the big company. Well, it's the the only place in Europe where you can get effectively signed to a contract. Um, it's not a restrictive one, but I mean it's it's. You can become a professional um, in WXW, and uh, I think he's he's definitely somebody who's worth putting on the payroll, to so to speak. It's it's um, he's basically uh, he, he's taken the taken the ball and ran with it, really, hasn't he? He's not he's not he's not stopped at all, um, and he's just you know we we say he's a star for the future. He's a star now, and um, you know it's it's good to have a bit of. Uh, should we say uh, stability, and we know that he's at least going to be sticking around for 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 a good while, especially in the face of sort of the tumultuous way that the wrestling world is at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a big story. I mean, that's massively underplaying it, but big story. You know, WWE and UFC, you know, becoming a new call, which it's a hell of a lot more fallout. And I think you know, there's not something we really should be talking about. At least you know, the scope of this podcast, and you know how little is known. I think saying by the end of the year that's going to go on. Who knows how that plays in with oh, the threatened uh, NXT uh, Europe? But yeah, I think the, the only real fear we, the only the real thing that is possibly of any consequence to us as European fans is NXT Europe. I think is extremely. I think the likelihood of it going down, which I think was low anyway, is I would say is probably even lower. 
I don't really see them having much interest in that. I know there's been, and again, this all room and speculation, yeah. you know, this really rarely comes up, but I know there was chat of it, you know, maybe mass releases, you know, if they are following the UFC playbook like they say they are. Um, yeah. I know there's chat, was it uh, the Zach Gibson, James Drake, you know, they were apparently asked for release. They were on NXT tapings last night to record this, so clearly that hasn't gone through yet, but go back page to Honey, I'm looking through his cage match, and yeah, pre-2020 with WXW, um, there's a lot of Hungarian Championship Wrestling, go figure. Uh, some Rings of Europe. You do, yeah. Um, one match he jumps out, him tagging with what, who's now uh, Ben Stoff BT against the Gullies Brothers uh, for Rings of Europe. Um, members of AOW VR Wrestling in Czech Republic. Yeah. Match there against Lucky Kid in 2021, which was on the old WXW now. No, that's floating around anywhere. I think I uh, reviewed that. <laughs> I think if I can remember reading that, yeah, because it yes. sounds like some right up your street. Yeah, I, Art of Wrestling, I, I definitely did review a show that from that sort of time period. So, uh, Some stuff from Rising Sun in Italy, and very close to home, unfortunately, LDN uh, did a run in October 2018. Um, seems to be names here. Uh, ben Stoff, BT on there as well, and a lot of names who really still on LDN level, so he's least corner cage match this is his fifth year but he's oh, packed a lot in fact now that he's you not know, of the position in WXW where you know, they are looking they've given him a contract to train as well as wrestle on your ways up yeah exactly um i say it's just good to have somebody, somebody sort of tied down and um you know if the, 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 you look at the way that Dreisker not that he was Ever a weak wrestler, but the way that Dreisker improved since sort of becoming head trainer because he can focus on it, you know, twenty four hours a day, he yeah. improved through my miles. So effectively, Tihani now can he doesn't have to, you know, I don't know what he was doing, but he doesn't have to work. He can just go in, he can roll around on that mat all day. He can probably go and do MMA classes. He can do everything he wants, and it's you know he he can he can focus on being the best professional wrestler he can possibly be. So, uh, you know, just, yeah, wonderful news, and I'm very, very excited to see where we go with this. And again, this is not, no, I've not been told this for sure, but I know there was a story floating around those, um, the Blizzard tapings, I call them. Like, the Hours of Hungary came through, and I think uh, Tahani was maybe the last guy in that car coming through from Hungary. Like, because, you know, obviously, you had, had all those big COVID restrictions, and the rules were, you know, if you're traveling in, you can travel through, but there was no stopping. So it literally was, you know, a cons- one big car ride from as Budapest through to Oberhausen. I'm not yeah. going to put that into Google Maps, but that would have been a bit of a marathon and definitely paid off for him. So, and again, on a very selfish note, Germany's a lot more close to the UK than Hungary is, so maybe those uh, UK bookings actually start manifesting themselves. Not that it made much of a difference, but it's a lot easier to fly from Budapest to uh, London than it is to Düsseldorf, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> There's more flights on Wiz, but no, yeah, but no, all in all, yeah, it is a lot closer, and um, you know, fingers crossed, we can get a few more tight chance chance of getting him in Britain for sure. So moving on late this year, of course, got World Tag Team Festival weekend, and we have a first name for that whole weekender. Uh, Hyan's been announced for Femme Fatales now. She's no strange to you. She's done two mini tours of Rev Pro. What summer 2021? February March last year. Um, no. 
I think it was a tag team shot with uh, Giselle Shaw, which was yes. the main thing that came up. So a, a pretty, uh, you know, pretty strong first name for Femme Fatale. And you know, for WXW to drop out over Mania weekend, it's not a, oh, let's just you know, get some bad news out while everyone's distracted. It's a hell of a get for them. Yeah, she, she, she seems to be quite sort of well thought of. I think, right, well, she, she got over quite well with RevPro and her trip over here and, she appears to be getting quite well thought of that sort of outside of that. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good sort of first name. And, uh, and if, if the last tournament is anything to go by the, 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 the lineup actually got stronger and stronger as it went along, didn't it? So, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Killer Kelly was the main, like the marquee name, of course, Masha Slamovich, Alicink. Um, yeah. And I think in fact, she's starting off with this, you know, you're probably going to get a few, I would say local names to fill out the pack, but, the fact that you no, know, this no, is the first name, but they are you not know, really parading for Tag Festival weekend. I think that's a very promising sign. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. Um, there's there's a lot of people who I think you know. I, there's you'd like to think maybe someone like um, Amal is probably going to be in it this year. She obviously was. She was in the. Um, I think she was hastily shoehorned into the um, the women's title match last time. Um, yeah, you know, and you you can you'd like to maybe hope for maybe a at that point maybe a return for Orshi. Um, you know, you want to you'd like to hope that Kelly would possibly get back over here. And yeah, so there's there's a lot there's a lot of options sort of going around. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in Britain who I think would be worth a shot at least for um, you know, you think think of a Sky Smithson or something like that, or a Danny Luna maybe would be an interesting sort of shout for a Femme Fatales. Um, Zoe Lucas maybe if she came back would be a really good one as well. But yeah, I think there's it's it's a good it's a good start. As I say they always seem to get stronger the Femme Fatales announcements anyway. We'll keep nine future names for Batum Cost Tag Festival. And that's only what like five months away. I've been months away. That's gonna. When you say that, it doesn't seem that long, does it? It's gonna fall now, lap sooner rather than later. I mean, yeah. it was a big slate of shows. I mean, it's only what six, seven weeks and we're in London for crying out loud. So, if... we're just getting old, mate. It's you know time <laughs> speeding by. But um, gonna go to something a little bit. Uh, you no, know, I have no way to say Katrina, but uh, Mike D. He's finally got a stage for a title shot. Directly uh, announced. Uh, he's gonna be main eventing. You assume. The 30th show of the Marketal, challenging Shikahiro Iwie on May 12th, so that's just over a month's time. Guess why we're talking about Mike D? Because why wouldn't we? A uh, few things over Mania weekend, so because WrestleMania is Sunday, uh, Walter, now known as Gunther, had, guess what, a lot of people called Match for Weekend Contender, uh, retaining the Intercontinental title. I mean, that was... How close are you going to get to like an old WXW-style match from Walter in a WWE ring? Oh, just uh, absolutely some, beat some... the tar out of uh, Seamus and Drew McIntyre, which is, oh, I was giggling, you know, absolutely you know, beaming with joy watching that on Sunday. Uh, the, the the quote that I, I, I bring up from this, I think was, uh, I get the exact quote, was from um, uh, Snowboy, uh, which said, uh, vers- uh, uh, Gunter's match was like from an alternate universe where WWE is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think uh, really, really yeah, you can't really say much yeah. better than that, really, can you? <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's a kind of thing, like this is what we knew Walter could, Gunt could do. And it's a kind of thing, it's like if 
this no, again i don't watch WWE week to week and i don't have bt sports no if this was what he was doing week to week i'm sure a lot more people would be watching it even just for his match men checking out but um no a good blast from the past at least uh mike d had two matches uh no results none but and know you're looking through his Instagram and well, yeah, think I, I, a whale I, of a time there. I've been on I've been on Mike D watch all weekend, um keeping people updated. Um so he's had a lot of breakfast. He's been he's been enjoying his Denny's. Um he uh, this past couple of days he's it's after Mania weekend, he uh, he went to uh, Disney uh, Universal or Disney or something like that. He's eating Krusty Burger. Hey hey. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Um, yeah, he's just in, he's been having a great time, having lots of lovely breakfast, working out at Muscle Beach, doing kickboxing on uh, Venice Beach. Um, he had a couple of matches. I think one of them, I don't, I can't remember who they were against, but uh, there were a handful of very short clips from them on his snap, uh, not on his Snapchat, on his Instagram stories. But um, I don't know if they've made tape. Uh, it'd be a real shame if they haven't. But I've not seen them appear anywhere. I've I've tried searching for them. Yeah, we're just looking so on the Voice Wrestling's uh, two foot two's uh, scrolling. Uh, Empire Wrestling Federation, Los Angeles Wrestling. Uh, he's meant to be against Brandon Gatson. Yeah, which was the one I think a lot of people were quite interested in. And then that real deal, Resin Resin Mania shows up meant to be up against a uh, double Cara. Um, I think it's worth saying neither of these have appeared even in cage match right now, which. I guess for at least one of those two promotions, I'm not too surprised by, but um, yeah. I'm sure these will eventually pop up somewhere, even like YouTube clips, even if Mike D gets you no know, frozen on his social media or something like that, because I think it was maybe his first, you know, mania weekend. Um, I'm saying that having done zero research and fusely checking this cage match now, I'd be surprised if he had done a mania weekend just because, yeah, no, nothing works on this cage match. Just, you know, given how sudden his profiles risen, I would be surprised if this was his last one, though. Just again, based on you know, the last six weeks of him. But you know, elsewhere, we had uh, Shikiriye. He only had two matches, beats people Mike Bailey for WrestleCon Super Show, lost Kevin Blackwood for Prestige Wrestling, and yeah, I think that's pretty much about it in terms of. Uh, least... Killer Kelly was on um, oh, yeah, Killer Kelly Blood was on Sport, uh, as was Timo. Um... Because yeah, he's still WXW, isn't he? Um, he Ilya was Ilya was on Stand and Deliver, I believe, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, but the the five way one of the many, many, many scramble matches with tie weekend. But yeah, um, um, again, Mike Loku, he's not yet with WXW, but he was it uh, Blake Christian for the WrestleCon Super Show, and I'm drawing a blank. Titus Alexander Prestige. Um, haven't really watched one for, but looks pretty good against Blake Christian. So there's a few names, you no know, familiar to us, you no know, through all around WXW. Um, and hopefully, you know, if there's a bit more variety, I think Mania's in Philadelphia next year. Maybe a few more, especially if you know, the label and change the way we expect it to. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I think we're still... It, it, Los Angeles, it, it's... It's not really a city that has tons and tons of venues for indie wrestling, really, is it? Because there was always the, the, the fear. Yeah, and also the, the thing. But obviously, when when uh, Reseda obviously disappeared, that was the fear for a long while. It was like, where the hell are they going to run? Because there's not as many places you can maybe hope for. But um, 
the uh, yeah, I think in a maybe maybe when uh, Philly's um, Philly next year might get a few more sort of bigger, few more companies running over there. Um, you know, especially you know, you want to hope maybe WXW in the arena might be quite interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I think it, at this point, was it you know was it was it a great investment because there wasn't that many shows on really, was there compared to some years? Um, would it have been worth the, the flight out there if you were only going to be working one or two matches? You know, probably not. Whereas the the New York Mania from the other year, where people were working, you know, four or five matches over a weekend, a lot better for it, wasn't it? Yeah, I think again, you know, say I think the lack of any is a big one. And no, next year there's a big question mark over um, the Athletic Commission. Yeah. Uh, no, again, my knowledge of the US is no. Up of states is a bit rotten, but there is chat of it. There is going to be you no know, one, you no know, some promotions based in New Jersey, I guess, just over border where there isn't an athletic commission. But again, we're you no, know, we're out from this stuff, you know, nobody's even announced dates of this. So, again, yeah, yeah, who knows? But, um, so yeah, so you no, know, we'll see where that goes, and hopefully, you know, next 12 months we may be in a position where who knows, maybe directly really wants to show them out in America again. And open up progress. I mentioned we've done this year, but I know that fell through. Um, weirder things have happened, yeah. Well, there's no reason why they can't really. Is there? Um, it's perfectly, uh, you'd like to think that the well, it's not as if they wouldn't fit on it. It's for me more for me, it's less about the um, it's less about the WXW show in particular, it's about the WXW people getting out there and yeah working against sort of different people so um that's kind of the more interesting for me thing for me but yeah it's uh it's a lot to, a lot 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 of uh as i say there's a lot of uh football to go between there then and now <laughs> a couple of uh, news bits before we uh cover a couple of shows so directly now we've been updated i think since the last time we recorded we said we were just starting the 2020 stuff uh they've now got english and german stuff from the start of 2020 the only thing missing is episode five of the first series of Shotgun 2020, which, if you look at the results, you can probably guess why and the timing of it. Um, there is some limited stuff from 2019, but it's like 16 Carol Gold Weekend and most three ambition shows. Uh, I did notice this afternoon they've got like 33 unavailable videos, which tells me that maybe 20, uh, 2019 may be, may be going as soon as this weekend. Again, that's my speculation, but yeah. you know, the fact that they're uploading high of them tells me they want their releasing as a dump rather than. No drip feed, which again, if you, you know if you're looking for backfills, you no know, when after you've been all wrestled out last weekend, you know, there's plenty up there now. And there's plenty more coming up, and hopefully, maybe you know, get some of the old school shotguns for too long. Yeah, I'd I'd really like that to go on there. I don't know if it will, but um, yeah, for sure. At least um, you know, 2019, it's it's uh, still good. At the, it's still you know very very good at that point. Um, once you start getting into eighteen and seventeen, I think now we're in business. But um, yeah, there's 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 it's when you say a thirty three of unavailable, that sounds about right for the number of shows that year, really, doesn't it? Because yeah, it'll be uh, eighteen odd, wouldn't it? So uh, yeah, sounds about right. So yeah, excited to see some of them again. And just some worth keeping in if you're one of those who you know, mainly follows the to be through the WWE Network and Peacock. Uh, nothing directly related to being on there since Back to Roots a month ago. Nothing's been announced this week. And remember, last year, no carrot didn't go up. So maybe slim pickings for the next little while at least. No, 
I guess maybe end of April, depending on what time time frame we do. But and on the past one we've asked, there's always been a case of they have a footage of something to reach or upload. So yeah, we'll see how it goes and whether there's any changes. Yeah, it's, it's all in their hands. Yeah. And again, yeah. directlyrenow.com, that's where you should be signing up. <laughs> Might be on the fight path. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go down much of that potential nightmare thing, but um, last thing, so things we didn't mention this in the podcast because we not, kind of noticed this before we, went, we hit record. Um, so the X3 had, I believe, it announced like the Fight Forever like the YouTube tapings. It was like it was a January, March, May, July, that, no, that every other month schedule. And I've noticed yeah, but everything Academy related disappeared. Um, no, and it's like, well, what's going on? No, it's a big deal. Have they just removed them and shunted it elsewhere? But they've announced uh, the they're going to be doing a dual fight forever taping in June. Um, so this is going to be at the academy in Gelsenkirchen. Just looking to pull the dates on June 18th. Uh, two shows in one day, and I think we're talking about you know, like or maybe barbecue if whoever holds up or you know, food and drinks in between because, like, I say, two shows in one day is going to be a lot. Um, yeah, tickets, I believe, are on sale now through the WXW website. Um, yeah, it's you know, standing room only, that kind of thing. So, yeah, you're looking you know, some extra content. I know they are doing the, uh, was it the, pardon me, the Metamark Mondays they're doing again on the WXW YouTube. So, maybe, you know, they're maybe retooling what they do. Um, as things it stands, there is no Academy stuff uh, on, the, on the docket for upcoming shows. So, yeah, I've seen what they, no, they are talking about doing a couch uh, review this week, which I don't know. Ah, let me just settle on that, but um, yeah, otherwise, you know, are we going to be pulling, you know, doing stuff at live shows and you know, pulling that? Um, I guess we'll see when the time comes. I mean, we are in over traveling next weekend, which isn't slated to be taped, but um, yeah, just some bit interesting of going from taping for YouTube and the you know, not materialized Billy Billy uh, situation to yeah now it's nothing until June for at this point. Yeah, there's um yeah the Billy Billy thing. I don't see anything ever happening with that. There'd be anything happened with it, did it? Um, apart from the announcement, no, no, so, yeah, it's interesting one that one, but yeah, it's, uh, the fight, the uh, fight forever shows have been quite good. They're always a they it's an opportunity to see a few different people on them. Um. I think it's yeah, late buzzard, greedy souls, just name yeah, two. Exactly. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a, that, they're they're a decent watch when they are on. Um, I say it's sort of a good proving ground for maybe people to get their neck into WXW, and uh, yeah, you you kind of uh, want to. They're. At, I think they just need to. I think they're still trying to work out what they want to do with it, really, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I think we said we've we been doing different formats, like they dropped it as one big show, then by matches, then we did, you know, it was like dropping some of the Mark Mondays, we're calling it now. Um, I think once we know, what, know, you know how we're going do? to do it. Yeah. Do you, know what, do you know what they should do? Is they should put about two or three matches on a card and then have a couple of promos and a crazy skit, so they could call it Shotgun. <laughs> I was wondering how long it's going to take for that to come up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be like, I would say, YouTube-only footage, but for something like that, why not? I mean, it even adds, you know, promo time. It doesn't have to be wacky, even you know, everyone they... hot up like Carson Beck did. 
but they do they do all the they do all these exclusive clips on Instagram and things like that. Just chuck them, chuck chuck them in with some of the Fight Forever matches and call it Shotgun. But never mind. <laughs> so it's That's been a while me. since we've uh, done this, but um, I think we need to head over to Japan and check in with our favourite international superstar. <laughs> Yeah, we're looking at uh, Oscar Loiber's recent stuff in New Japan. Not too much. Uh, he's been well, he sat out for Fantastic Mania tour because that's mostly the Luchadors from CMLL. Because he's a big lad, so not a bit of a style clash. Uh, didn't do too much of a New Japan Cup. He was involved on the back end of a tour. Had six matches, lost five of them, but teamed with Shota Umino to beat Zack Sabre Jr. and Kosei Fujita. Because I was building up the Shota-Zack Sabre Jr. match. Uh, they've had the start for the Saku... Uh, Roach to Sakura Genesis Tour this past week. Uh, Oscar had a singles match, losing to Shota Umino on April 1st. And he's had a couple of tag losses since, as we're doing Oscar, Loiba, and Yuto Nakashima's repairing. So well, it's going steady, but um, yeah, it was good to see him get a singles match with Shota. And, you know, hopefully he's you know, talking about the virtues of you know Portsmouth, 229, London, all the other places we have probably on. Yeah, get, get, him, get him under, get him trained until, uh, get, him, get him running rakes with Eddie Dennis. <laughs> Does it ever even have a London training school? Yeah. I know the basement yeah, had do. shut. It, it, yeah, they've bought, they've built another one, haven't they? They've got the Rev Pro London one. And it was, and it was like some um, was, it was like a it was like a council facility, for one better word. Um, I was looking now, London School. Oh yeah. yeah, London School of Wrestling. It's um up by Seven Sisters, so it's, it's near near Tottenham and Enfield. Funny enough. <laughs> Not that one, though. Yeah, that warehouse is long since consigned to the dustbin of history. Thank God. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, you know, keep it steady, but you know, we've got two shows to chat about this week. I don't think any of these are going to be you know, too much in depth on, but uh, one yeah. week after 16 Carat Gold, uh, we went back to Nanterre for the joint show of APC. Uh, Fight for Powers 3. Um, unlike the first show, where it was a two-night show, it's one night turned with some other stuff in the middle, and I guess without going into match-by-match, match, you, know, you know, big broad brushstrokes, it was fine, but this is very much the epitome of, unless you want to see, you know, checking on folks from APC who obviously weren't doing the uh, showcase show, this, I don't know it's called a nothing show, but you know, it's more of a, oh, hey, this guy looks interesting, or hey, this guy you know, has a lot of work to do, that kind of show. It's more of a showcase for APC than it is for uh, WXW. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, you look like this year, the whole tour was won by Thiago Montero. I think it's the first time a, say, true APC guy won. You know, Tristan Archer won last year and 2020 we don't talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, going through, I think uh, Pete Tahani and uh, Joseph Fennec Jr. I think to me was you know, probably match for night. Uh, but I mean, I suppose a good thing in all this, apart from that APC match, or the two title matches in the final, well, let's rephrase this, all these semi-finals in the tournament were, you know, drama for 10 minutes, Mark, great, you know, you know get me in and out, you're not overstaying your welcome. Um, main event, you know, going just under 20, I thought maybe a bit for drag, especially from a you know, WXW perspective, you know, Peter Hahn was maybe the one guy who had a chance from the WXW side, no offence, Norman. And you know the way it kind of played out was a bit. Yeah. Norman wouldn't have been a bad shout for it, actually, to be fair, because he's now 
you know he's now back as a professional. He has to maybe win his get his stripes back, but then I suppose does sing for a supper that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad again. You know, it's like paying extra watch race on the Wexford now, but you know, I say if you're watching anything there, Tihani, uh, Joseph Fenwick Jr., maybe under another name from other promotions, but you no, know, well worth your time. And also a bit of a um, no, a break from what we looked at. Um, I think you said a few days it was at Ricks in yes. France. Um, I was yeah. watching that in the background work today and. Joseph Fenwick Jr. was on there as uh, part of like a big couple of matches angle with um, Charles Crowley and Popoff. It's like, you know, Rick's had Will Ospreay and Tristan Archer was at last um, in May. Yeah. So in was, it was February, March. They have got that bump. No full, no full shows like a couple of weeks after it happened, but it's still interesting. They've managed to get a few fans just from one match and I'm not saying to work still even know a show for free, but it just shows if you've got the right card and the right match for free, um, you know, short term sacrifice, but no potentially long term gains, yeah. Um, well, say not not go too in depth on it, but I say Rix is they they uh, seem to be a very very exciting sort of pr- product, really. In in you know, in, in a in let's face it, a very niche market really for wrestling. I think you know APC, APC's kind of ha- well, APC and Riggs are sort of in the same part of the world. They're both in the they're both Paris and surrounding area promotions, aren't they? Um, and there's a yeah, few. Riggs, t- Riggs tends to do like I don't want to say the small towns and villages, but they they don't seem to have a base. Will hit like a few, but it's not like APC where it's Nanterre and that's where they are. Yeah. As Rick seems to dot around a bit more, which may be to their benefit. Yeah, Rick, Rick's Rick's uh, seems a bit more like uh, if we like in the sense that they run like the the uh, the French equivalent of Reading <laughs> and Sittingbourne, whereas Rick uh, Nanterre is basically in centre of Paris, isn't it? It's it's Le Defense, isn't it? Um, I your, probably your geography of Paris is probably isn't quite as good, but no, uh, no, yeah, uh, Nanterre is um, pretty much um, is basically where La Défense is like in the center of the. Uh, it'd be like running Canary Wharf in London, effectively. That's what Nanterre is like. Uh, so, um, maybe not yeah. quite as a uh, market, I guess, but um... no, no, <laughs> La Défense is lovely, um, really nice around there. So it's not Saint Denis. Do... So oh, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe maybe make plan head over one week uh, one week years for you no know, five pounds. I know they announced these pretty late on, but yeah, yeah maybe sh- a week after carriage announcing them earlier. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the, I guess the big you no know, sold Wexley show uh, going to Frankfurt was it what on uh, March twenty fifth, so two weeks after carriage. Um, the big sixteen carat gold revenge slash reel of wrestling show. Um, I guess you know. I guess the main things to take away from it. So they did a bit start the best of five series, Axel Tisha and Peach Tahani, which you know, we'll go through at the end, could culminate in London. If match five is needed, let's be honest, best of five series. You're not gonna tell us states if they're not needed enough wrestling. We've we've all seen this before. Um you know, I think throughout I mean it was a decent show I mean, to take out Tisha and Tahani. I don't think there's too much to grab you. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you know, to build up storylines and keep going. We did the Nulls X9 Street Fight, Max and Who, which I think we touched on this last time. 
that absolutely needs to be the last even on the same yeah, screen as each other for a while. For a year now, you don't need to have them. You don't need these two people to be fighting each other. It will be very frustrating if they still are fighting in a month or two, um, or you know, at the next the next uh, big shows. Obviously, um, uh, True Colors in it. It would be very disappointing if well, well, Maggot isn't fighting. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute, but he's not. If if I I don't want to be at the Mark Tal show in May and we're still thinking about the Maggot and Horror at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the split some proofs of pre-show. Tristan Archer beat Alex Duke. Just over Back five on pre-show again. duty again, Tristan. Yeah, I think the last time somebody was on pre-show, we had a big faction come out of this. Not saying you no know, Archer's gonna you know get his you no know, merry band of Frenchmen to you know run roughshod, but to keep him around, it's not like he's off the cards. Um, yeah. So there's one to keep an eye on again. See what comes out of this. Um, Lawrence Roman retained the shotgun belt over Igor Blanc again, decent match, but Lawrence Roman, you know, given the whole Amboss thing of, you know, rebuild, reshape, etc., etc. I'm going to get stick in my DMs for butchering that catchphrase, but hey-ho. Um, but again, Amboss, their whole thing of virtuousness, he's sure winning by um, handfuls of tights over and over again. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's he's doing... Not the, sticking uh... to, the creed, to the creed, I guess. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, it's it's uh, another. Uh, he doesn't need to do it though either. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which again, I think if the ta- no, if we, I mean, again, we're talking not maybe months, years down the line. If a spliff man boss comes, I mean, he's done plenty of um, ambitions. You know, he's not got a great win loss record there, but you no, know, the talent is there. So it's not a case of he's doing the you know, the you no. Know, Screwjob roll-ups to win because he can't do anything else. I think it's just the way they're going. It's the whole um, hypocrisy that's you not know, getting the heat here. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, it's, it's there's there's no better way to uh, piss off people who maybe have. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, the the unfortunate thing about Amboss is that um, the Arrows, Dreisker and Roman are all very very popular wrestlers, and uh, you kind of do need to have them do awful things. Mm-hmm. Uh, because otherwise, people are going to cheer for them, which because they're you know they're they're people that people like. So um, the unfortunate thing of being, I guess, was, was the NWO the cool heel stuff, which I was still trying to get away from in twenty twenty three, surprisingly. But uh, yeah. move on. Ava Everett beat Amal just over six minutes. Amal still you no know, thinks she's winless since she came back. Which interesting storyline, considering we're doing that for Neil Marek, who is in the next match. Uh, at least he didn't take the pin in this one, but I was a hungry bit. Uh, Ilya Bloom and Anil Marek, 10 minutes. And again, exactly what it should have been. You know, you've got two Academy guys who, no, okay, um, Ilya is on a bit for a winning run, but you no, know, absolutely blitzed out by the Tiger Champions as he should be at this point. Anil, again, luckless, no wins. Um, and I think at this point, you know, it was worth taking a bet who's going to get their first win first, Amal or Anil. <laughs> well, so whoever wins, we both lose, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it wasn't quite the Carrot Night 2 main event. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, decent enough. Then Baby Allison uh, retained over Alice Inc. And I mean, I think I said, I said my review. There's something in Alice Inc., but I think you know, the whole now she's had the run, uh, the loss, and the rematch. I don't think the. First introduction went the introduction spell or run for whatever went as well as it could have done. Like coming, no, 
I totally understand that I agreed for the whole idea of get some Alpha Blue, have them win the tournament, win the title, and have that shock value. But I really think in hindsight that injury very soon after Femme Fatale and after Tagfest weekend took all the yeah, wind off the steam. Completely crocked her, unfortunately, didn't it? Um not no, not saying that you know she's you no know, never been the spot again. I think if the time comes and she's getting another run, she needs to blitz her. I'm not saying no 170 odd wins like Goldberg, but have an absolutely blitz through, have a squash and folk, you know, quick wins. Yeah, they have, have a be a killer. They need to put over that that dragon kick thing she has is the thing where it ends matches. Yeah. You need Not to really put that chaos. in. Yeah, exactly. For KO's referee stoppage, you need to be doing that and uh, give her everybody, you know, but she needs to, she needs to kind of have, have six months of that under her belt, I think, before she gets anywhere near that title again. Or maybe another good run in Femme Vital, but again, I think, you know, back to back Femme Vital wins, maybe a bit too on the nose, but you know, we'll see. I think right now that you know we'll go through this soon. We're going to be doing um, Alison and Ava again soon for the title. Um, so yeah, it looks like Alison not in immediate contention. Speaking of ref stoppages, though, Axel Tischer defeated Peach Tahani first match of our best of five series. Uh, referee stoppage with Tischer pretty much aping the way he lost to Ilya in the carrot final. Um, really good match. You no know, seventeen minutes. May you no know, some maybe touch on the long or hint towards the long side. Uh, but if the rest, the rest of the best of five series is this good, you're getting zero complaints out of me. Yeah, it was a really, really good, um, really, really strong start. And again, it's another brilliant Tisha match. Um, we're not. I kind of need to. I I need to step, snap out of this whole thing of it's surprising when Tisha does something really good because that's that it it it, it feels a bit condescending. But um, yeah, the, the sort of the stoppage finish was a sort of a nice callback to. Um, as you say, to the carrot final, um, actually managed to call it properly this time. And uh, Dewey's not... Collins of a 16 carat gold elbow, 16 carat gold elbow, he called it when he beat uh, Speedball of it in America. So at least it's got yeah. a name, although may not go down so well if he's winning, you know, Wheel of Wrestling, you know, 52 and Orbit Traveling. He wins with a 16 carat gold elbow. Maybe we need to workshop that name a little bit. Well, why not? Well, well if you get down the line, you know, it might be a bit old hat, but well, again, things change. He'll always be 16 carat winner, so, yep. you know. Um, but yeah, no, I thought this was a cracking match. Um, well received, I think, sort of across the across the park. Um, one one point in the column for Tisha, but you'd kind of always assume that Tisha would get a little bit of a lead. Um, but yeah, no, a really, really decent, decent match. Um, I saw you went um, three and three quarters. I think that's fair. Um, it's a good, it's a good start, and excited to see where it carries on. Um, you'd hope it gets better and better, and you hope, and it'd be very, very shocking if it didn't go to uh, London as well. Yeah, I mean the dates, and again we'll cover these later. So April twenty second in Dresden is match two. May twelfth in Hamburg match three. A week later, Fan in Oberhausen. May twentieth match four. And then a week after that, so. The only thing I was maybe bemoaning is, you know, you, you're not, you're not getting the, oh, he injured my leg in match one, but he's got best part from up between match one and match two. I think match three, four, and five, uh, that's absolutely the spot where you could see, storyline-wise, you know, carrying injuries going in. Hell, you no know, match, you know, if it's, I'm just trying to work in my, in my head here, if it goes down to, you know, two, you know, uh, tissues goes two and up, Tahani pulls it back to 2-2 in Oberhausen and then there's a hell of a beatdown going into London. 
That's going to amp it up. My only concern is how many people can see that match before the London show. Video packages think that's what way you're going to have to go for that one. Uh, yeah, but like the the thing is, is it's you you're going to have um, so what you've got you've got um, what is it? You've got True Colors, which a lot of people will watch. You've got Fan as well, which a lot of people will watch. Um, we love wrestling as well, which a lot of people will watch. So it's it's kind of it's going for the they're doing them on the big shows, so it's the ones that people are more likely to be watching. Yeah, so I think that... more of the live thing in London. Or bear in mind, it's like a week between or what kind of turn on. But again, there's nothing stopping the Black be from you know Tahani equalise. Here's a clip for post match if we are going to go down that road. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's, there's, I think there's a there's there's a lot of um, you, you know you'd like to assume well you'd assume that Tisha might go two 0 up in Dresden. Um, so it's kind of like you know, there's yeah, I I I I can't see myself getting sick of it. It's gonna be no, I mean, and even even they did you no know, did do some stupid and do the same match five times. It's a good match. And I don't think anyone's gonna come in the business of you know comparing move to move where we are. But um, we'll see how that, how that goes. You know, next match is in True Colors. Uh, two weeks time, so plenty of time for that. Uh, then we had what was meant to be 4-4, four four, but ended up being a handicap match because Slovenia got attacked at the start for well, before the show. Um, the world's silentest pipe attack as well. Like, he was just... It was a Dan Malman who was interviewing folk, you know, the, the um, ring crew, and all of a sudden he sees Slovenia lying down. It's like, well, how long was he there for? Why did nobody else give a toss? Like, if it was, an, if it was a beating, why did nobody hear it? If Can't he was sitting thing. on the ground moaning, why did nobody, like, hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, again, it's a whole. I don't want to pick too many holes, but yeah. Um, so anyway, match ended up being Yern Simmons and only friends against uh, Safami, Norman Harris, Metahan, and Rambo. So basically, I mean, and Harris didn't do that much. Most match basically, he, you, you know, you're fan, you know, fantastic slash pretty good. Directly be six man tag plus Norman Harris. Um, Yern and only friends got the win. And that's building up to something with Yearn at Fan, which you know, interestingly announced something you know more than a month out for for that. So, uh, building up to Yearn and Norman Harris. Um, I guess the other thing to drop in here. Um, so this is one of those uh, social media videos they weaved into the show. Uh, Matt Hans somehow got himself a title shot over Krupp Norman Harris. Yeah, he's got he's got the title shot with Iria, hasn't he? Um, it's uh. Yeah, not quite sure how that's because he. I mean, he lost to Iria. I mean, does that qualify you for a title shot? <laughs> I think the way they framed it was more. It was something greedy, even before, no, very early on. It was, yeah, it was a uh, something that was, you know, maybe arranged. But maybe that was the conditions for him entering the uh, the match with his his boys, maybe. Uh, all in all, based on Miss and who Norman has some very dodgy form when it comes to contracts. All I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, who's sport? I mean, we don't have a sport issue yet, later ever. So. Uh, it's currently vacant. Yeah, so. I don't even think we haven't even gone down the quote unquote comedy route of looking for. Um, no, no, they did link. They did put the link out on Twitter the other week. I think it was someone some, asking, oh, can I apply? Yeah. Somebody asked them and they sent them the email. <laughs> so. I wonder where that went. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then main event was to speak who had the Nulls X9 street fight. Uh, Maggot beat Nahu in just over 24 minutes. Um, that was now an insane at ringside doing an interview before the match, so you knew who's going to get involved at some point. Um, 
probably expecting the count match, but again, you know, I don't want to say I don't need to see these two again for a while, but I think, it, like I said before, they could do just getting away from this for a while, have both guys do their own thing. I still think, and I, you know, you said this, and this match kind of, you know, got me on side of this. I do think of who's got a higher ceiling now than Maggot, just based on you know, the mannerisms, you know, the, yeah. especially as you know, someone to get booed now. I'm not saying, you know, heaven forbid, you know, he, who is the guy to beat Irie, but I can see a who having a run with maybe the shotgun belt at some point. Um, I'm not yeah. saying, I don't mean Mr. Sound as dismissive as it's probably going to come out. I think with Maggot, you know, the, you know, the crowd clapping along with his music, he's fallen into, into a groove, which isn't a bad thing. But who has you know been well away from that, and it's it's just a different act. Yeah, well, I'm not I, I saying think, one's better than the other. As I say, it's not it's not to say that when we say that um, Ahura has the highest ceiling, I just think um, there's with Maggot, there's less of that. He's got a better base level of work, if yeah. that sort of makes makes sense. So yeah, you, yeah. you know, you're going to get a certain level of match out of him, but yeah. with Maggot, and again, once had the big run off the belt, who hasn't really. Yeah. He, he was suspended for one, and he's had big part stuff. So, again, look forward to where that goes. Hopefully, a hell away from each other for the next while. But, um, so I was fight forever as a wheel of wrestling 43 16 carat gold event Frankfurt. Add some more stuff to the title, lads. You know, can probably, you know, bust the SEO with that. But, but it was decent short, decent come down from carrot. But, um, yeah, moving on to true colors now. Yeah, true colors in, in, uh, in Dresden. Um, usually one of the, uh, Cards I always think is quite an interesting one because it's the first proper one after after carrot. You usually get a good odd uh, interest in there. We've got a wheel of wrestling live at the event hall airport over Trabans. is a pretty much a house show, but Metahan Axel Tisha, Norman House against Hector and Victus. Go on, Hector. And all I'm going to say is Dennis Stolnik was on those video packages. Yeah, he's back on it, isn't he? Oh, did you see uh, Gunford you know, post WrestleMania interviews? So, no, I don't think WWE's got the guy who can beat me yet. Yeah, he's still on the shelf. It's Dennis Stolnik. Um, <laughs> last time, Mudo against Tahua, Danny Frey against Jacob Crane. You know, see if any of those make tape for Fight Forever. Guess we'll see. Then, of course, following Saturday, True Colors 2023 at the Stromberg in Dresden. That's one for massive fan, isn't it? I don't know if they, I don't know if they rebrand it, but I think that's the one with the big fan yeah. in the aisle. Uh, so far, we've got a, quite a card so far, so I'm just going through the way they've got them on the page. Uh, I was a hungry defend, uh, challenging the French Dolls for the tag titles. Uh, Baby Allison defending the women's title against Ava Everett. Lawrence Roman defending the shotgun belt against Maggot. So that's a rematch from uh, Back to the Roots. Uh, Tisha Tahani match two of my best of five series. And we've got Mike D against Tristan Archer in a 16 carat gold first round rematch. And yeah, I mean, just those, what, five matches there? That's a pretty strong lineup just based on what they've announced there. And you've got like Bobby Guns, yeah, Michael Knight. Um, I don't know who they're going to be taking on, but you know, Bobby Guns and Michael Knight are on a poster. So you'd expect, you know, who the hell, because you know, you've, always, you've already got the hours and French doors tied up. I guess the only friends will, you know, whether it's somebody else brought in or whether it's just the um, Academy lads. But you know, if they're on the poster, they'll be doing something uh, at uh, True Colors. Exactly, yeah. That's a, you could you could end up with them, yeah. Say against the Ilya Bloom sort of people, you can, you know, the French Doors maybe. Um, oh, French yeah. Doors got the tag title uh, oh, shots. Sorry, yeah. not the French Doors. My apologies. Like Rotten Flot maybe. Oh, good shout! Yeah. 
um, yeah, it was all sorts of people who were around on there. So. Then next night, we're in Leipzig, it sold out at the Hellraiser for Wheel of Wrestling Live house show. Uh, announced I was so hungry against only friends, non title, uh, Ava Everett, Baby Allison, uh, women's title match. So, rematch from the night before, whether he belts on a different woman going in, we'll see. And Fast Time Mood on his hometown against Ahura. Um, moving on May 12th in uh, the 30th time, Mark Talon Hamburg uh, announced so far as Iria against Mike D for the Unified World Wrestling title. Uh, match three of Tissue against Tihani and Come through the post, we've got Tristan Archer, Baby Allison, uh, Maggot, LSG, I Was a Hungry, Lawrence Roman, Bob, uh, Bobby Guns, weirdly, no Michael Knight, and a who so again, the usual roster for that. Uh, Poppenberg on May 13th, no matches announced yet. Guess it'll come, got them on there. Uh, Wrestling Academy Live Show, May 20th, no power So, this is the free shows part of Fan 2023. This was originally going to be at Galson Kirshman, got moved to uh, Turbine Hall 2. And then for Fan 2020 in Oberhausen, uh, announced Jürgen Sims against Norman Harris, potentially match four of Tisha Tahani. And on the post, you've got uh, Irie, Dover, Icarus, Michael Oku, Tisha Dora, LSG, Baby Allison, uh, Maggot, Lawrence Roman, Ahu, French Doors, Tristan Archer, Bobby Guns, and many, many more. And then, may as well wrap up uh, Wheel of Wrestling London. Potentially match five of Tisha Tehani, uh, plus LSG, Maggot, Trisha Dora, Mike Loku, Irie, Also Hungry, and Lawrence Roman. Of course, matches to come, plenty of wrestling, plenty of belts to come. And I guess, Mike, that's uh, not pretty low key, but plenty of stuff to tantalize us as we go towards True Colors and whatever the hell's going on in London for WXW in progress at the end of May. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty to sort of keep you. Keep you um enthralled really isn't there um it's uh you can um some quite interesting sort of potential things that could happen um you know i think we sort of speculated that could we maybe having a uh a forever in america america with the women's title torn possibly that would not be a bad shout i mean i know um i don't know felix has been a big fan of the limitless done before, yeah. yeah yeah it's been been done for but like she's no I know Felix Kollenberg's been a big fan of Limitless and the you know kind of promotions that Ava Everett's around. Not a doubt would be any issue if you know cutting off the matches being shared on YouTube. So it'd be interesting to see if they do go down that road. And at the very least, if it did, it would give them time to say restock, but at least replenish the you know, the home roster for a better word when it comes to women's division. Yeah, exactly. Um, and say it would be a. I don't think it would be a. It, it worked. It got the shotgun title, um, sort of when they did the uh, David Starr in America thing uh, a few years back. That kind of got the shotgun title on the map again a little bit. Um, I think they were quite. It was quite a successful tour when it did happen. So I think with that in mind, um, you know, Ava, Ada taking it out to some of the sort of the stranger indies out there would be a really good shout. Yep. So I guess that's all. Um, anything much to plug, Mike? I know you know coming up to Easter weekend, you know. Plenty of uh, games going. I think so. So read and write. Luton could have a hand in uh, promotion this weekend. Sadly, not for Luton though. Uh, well, what? What? You, sorry, what do you mean? I think <laughs> one of the things I read is like if Luton lost to Millwall this weekend, Burnley could go up or something weird like that. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it, it's it's a it's a very uh, football wise. It's a very busy. Um, a very busy uh, couple of uh, 
couple of couple of weeks. Um, you know, I think everybody everybody in that playoff zone in, in the championship um, is is a. I think everybody's got to play everybody. That's the thing, um, and obviously we had the big, the really, really nice result last weekend um, in the M1 derby, um, and hopefully it's a nice one against uh, Millwall on Friday. It was looking over and like Millwall on Friday, Blackpool being very an easy one, Rotherham. You, apart from that, uh, no, no there's, um, no, there's no easy games in the championship. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get drawn well, into that. Statistically, <laughs> I know Sun, I know Sunderland. You know, to yeah. my um, that's why I'm got as little as I do. But yeah, like I mean, we've just completely fallen off the face of the earth. Like injuries just have completely killed us. But again, we only just came up last year, so I wasn't really expecting promotion. But you know, you know the thing was one point we were like third, and now we're twelfth. It's like oh, what could have been. But yeah, so yeah. busy East weekend, and I guess. This will be up for a happy birthday of Sunday, mate. And thank you very much. Don't, don't get too drunk and hope you not repeat of what you had last year. And well, yeah, yeah. I had COVID last night, it was terrible. <laughs> well, hope you don't get frustrated with doing rounds of cow just on a massive delay, anyway. Yeah, fingers crossed. Now, I guess that wraps up for another episode. We'll be back, I guess, towards the end of April for True Colors. And if anyone else comes on, uh, I guess you can follow us at After You Press Support on Twitter, Mike. You're at Mike Kilby and everything, Mike Kilby um, and everything. We've got, all, we've got all the accounts on the podcast notes anyway, so we've got all those. Uh, the Groundhopper's Guide for the old episodes of that. And I guess we shall see you some point after Easter. Cheers. Cheers.